Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach, and welcome to my blog, where normally it is my pleasure and mission to highlight my creative journey, to highlight the obstacles and extract the various takeaways that, that I learned from that, so you can take those strategies and apply them to your life, and also ideally provide you with some inspiration for your own creative journey. Now, I say that because you know, that's normally what happens. But as of last week, as of last Thursday, uh, one of my dogs, I have two dogs. Well, uh, we kind of see where this is going. I, I had two dogs, Sparky and Chloe. And Sparky, unfortunately, as of last Thursday, passed away. If, uh, if you would like to see a picture of him, you can go on my Instagram. Very sweet uh, black German shepherd. And, you know, it was, it was sudden. You know, for those listening, he was he was about 14 and a half. Uh, I don't know exactly simply because, you know, he was a rescue and there wasn't much information about him. And, you know, what's, what's unfortunate is that in labs and German shepherds, especially at an older age, their spleen, their liver, their stomach can rupture and they bleed out. Uh, I apologize for the graphic nature of it. I'm just simply saying that to inform you if you have a pet. So you can kind of be aware of this. Um, by the time, you know, uh, Sparky was looking very melancholy last Thursday. And then eventually he started looking pale. And i never seen a dog go pale. So, you know, I called the vet. And they didn't have appointments because of COVID. But they said, you know, you can do a walk-in. And a couple of minutes go by, and I'm just like, you know what? I got to try. I got to, you know, he doesn't look good. I got to I gotta get him to the vet. So I go there, and luckily they took him in right away. You know, and, but the thing is, once they came out for him, you know, Sparky couldn't even stand. And we had to put him on a gurney, and I've been here more times than I like to admit, but he gave me the look. And the look is very much, I'm done here. And so as they're wheeling him, you know, the nurse, she's trying to, uh, you know, do what she can. And of course, you know, it's one of those things like they have to confirm that, yes, I'm willing to pay for what, you know, basically an emergency examination and, you know, for them to basically do whatever they need to do in order to save his life. And I said, of course, you know, don't worry about that. Just get him what he needs. But in my heart of hearts, I knew. And 10 minutes later, I get the call that there's, there's nothing that can be done. So, and it sucks, you know, the, the thing of it, is, you know, what you ultimately kind of like, it's one of those things when you have an older dog, especially like, as I mentioned, a German Shepherd, a lab, you should, you should really kind of be doing full scans of these things, you know, once every six months, but obviously that's costly. And even then, you know, to put a dog of that age into surgery with anesthesia, you know, nothing's guaranteed, right? 
So it sucks. It really does, right? And you know, one of the things that I look to is at least he didn't suffer. I mean, he suffered. I take that back. He did suffer, but it was it wasn't that long, right? His pain wasn't elongated. And as someone who's worked in hospice, I have seen situations where people can sometimes be selfish and try to prolong someone else's life in spite of the pain that that person feels. You know, sometimes in my mind, uh, allowing someone to pass is the noble thing. You know, not always, listen, it's, it's, it's a tough call to make. But for me, at least in terms of dogs, I saw it with my dog Buzz, and I've seen it with a dog named Boomer um, as well. And so I kind of know that look. And other people that are dog owners that I've talked to, they've also seen the look. And, and you just kind of know it. I don't know how to describe it other than, in some sense, the kind of its quick glance. It's a quick acknowledgement, eye to eye, of like, this is it. And, and it's, you know, it sucks in all aspects, right? I am not saying my pain is more or less than anyone else's, especially in 2020. But in terms of, in terms of the lessons, you know, it's one of those things that sucks, unfortunately, that any pain of any loss is confirmation that it was meaningful. And I'm really, as a fucked up as it may be, I kind of find solace in that, you know, because um, I would, you know, the pain sucks, but I wouldn't take any of it back. You know, I had Sparky eight in some years, maybe, give or take. I'm not exactly, you know, I'd have to look at like exactly when he was adopted and all that stuff, and whatever else, but let's say eight and change. And the impact he's had on my life is tremendous. And the impact he had on other people's lives is tremendous as well. You know, a lot of, I posted about it, I called people, and, you know, while, while they're wishing me well and things of that nature, I also, I also know that it also comes, you know, it's not necessarily just about me, it's the fact that's sparky in however many interactions, even if it was just one time for five minutes, had a profound effect on the person. And that's really incredible because too often, and I've talked about this before, but now I want to really reiterate it. We talk about the length of life, you know, how long someone lives. You know, this person lived to be 80, this person lived to be 90. Um, we wish upon ourselves, I want to live to be 100. And that's all well and good, but for what? Less so than the length of life, I'm more interested in the width of life, meaning the impact you have. And the fact that this dog had a profound impact on people just, just by being present and having an open heart, there's a lesson in that that we can all learn, including myself. 
And that's how you have an impact. And too many people I know want to, you know, they want to have meaning to their life and they're trying desperately every which way to go about it. And it's like, you know what? Just be present and have an open heart. And that's how you have an impact. But too often we're working on our resume values and not our eulogy values. And the impact the person has on someone, that's a eulogy value. You know, what you put, the skill you learn, because it can help you do more work, that's a resume value. And we overemphasize resume values. But going back to this idea that the pain is confirmation of something meaningful, this, this applies to many things. You know, it can apply to people. It can apply to relationships. It can apply to pets. Heck, it can apply to even creative projects because I know too many people that say, oh, I don't want to get a pet because of the pain. You know, I want to go through the pain. I don't want to get into a new relationship because of the pain. I don't want to start something because, you know, what if I fail? Well, that hints at pain, right? And it's like, okay, well, well, then you're not really living. Because to live is to have this full range of emotion. And it is to open yourself up to having pain. But again, the pain is just confirmation that what you were doing was worthwhile and it meant something. So whether it is a pet, a relationship, a project, whatever it may be, the pain is just confirmation of that. And it sucks. Listen, I'm not saying I want you to go through the pain and so forth. I don't want to go through the pain and whatnot. But again, I would not take back a single second with Sparky. It speaks to uh, one of Don Miguel's, one of Don Miguel Ruiz's principles or agreements, as he calls them, that to always do your best. Your best is not, is going to be subjective from time to time. Meaning, you know, when you're well rested and you know exercised and have been eating really well, then your best is going to be really top notch. But then, you know, you might have days where you haven't been sleeping and things like that, and you're not going to be at, like, uh, your optimal, but you can still try your best even in that moment, and when you try your best, you can't really have regrets. And so, I think that's a very powerful lesson in terms of how to approach life, because, you know, as far as Sparky's concerned, I... I always did do my best. And he certainly did his best with me. And I don't take that for granted. You know, were we always at our most ideal? No. But we did our best. And you know, when I feel the pain, I look to the memories. And a lot of wonderful memories. And you know, he'd been in the eight eight years plus that he's been with me, so much has changed in my life. And therefore, so much has changed in his life. And that's, and he's been there for that. And, you know, one of the things, you know, however you want to interpret it, I think is ultimately up to you. But like, I look at, I went to Seattle in October to be with my mom and I took the dogs up, right? Chloe and Sparky. And you know, my mom got to spend two weeks with, with both of them. And by extension, Sparky got to spend 
two weeks with my mom. And he got to see nature and mountains and forests and all that. And it was really wonderful. And even just, uh, you know, as, as recently as the week prior, you know, the Friday before, I'd gone down to my friend James Lott Jr. to gift him a plant. And I brought the dogs. And Sparky kept licking James's left foot. Or, uh, sorry, right foot. Not the left foot, just the right foot. Because he was wearing flip-flops and um, it was just a funny thing. And he just wouldn't stop licking James's foot, right foot. And it's something that James and I can joke about. But And, and you know, James is someone who has tremendous importance in my life. But he'd never met Sparky or Chloe. But he did then. And so, you know, it's kind of this culmination, like, these things, you know, Sparky lived out his life to that, to, to that extent. He, you know, he got to do all the things that, that I guess he needed to. You know, perhaps the wrong way of saying it, but... And also, in a, in a fucked up way, I feel like he picked his day. Meaning Monday through Wednesday were very... Uh, very packed in terms of work for me. Thursday was not. Thursday was a very light day for me. So he picked the day that he wanted to pass. He's like, you know, now you don't have anything going on, so now's my day to go. It also happened to be Katie Campbell's half birthday. And, you know, while I'm not someone who believes in half birthdays much and things like that, there are people in my life, whether a Roxy Stry or Katie Campbell, who... <laughs> tend to celebrate their half birthdays. Nothing wrong with it, it's just I don't. I don't put that much value in it. Um, But Katie Campbell, the reason I say this, is someone who absolutely adored Sparky and he loved her. He really did. And so, you know, to what extent I draw or you draw meaning into that idea that, you know, he passed away on Katie Campbell's half birthday, It's like, okay, it could be a complete coincidence, but why not think of it as something a little bit more beautiful than that, right? You know, what what harm does it do ultimately? I'm not delusional about it, you know, but but there's something poetic to it and she finds meaning in it and so do I. So why not? And listen, it sucks. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to spend the holidays with my dogs, especially in 2020, where uh, I'm not going to really see others. I'm not going to get, you know, I didn't get to spend Thanksgiving with my mom. I'm not going to get to spend Christmas with her either. So I wanted to spend it with my dogs. And I kind of made like a silent bow at the beginning of the pandemic. I said, as long as I have my dogs, I can get through anything. And it's like, now what? But a very underrated movie, in my opinion, is Patch Adams. Patch Adams, you know, in the movie, who's played by Robin Williams. I think it's a phenomenal movie. And forgive me for spoiling it if you've never seen it, but, but, but still worth watching, even as I'm about to spoil it for you. You know, Patch is someone who believed in this principle that, that you treat a disease, you win, you lose. But if you treat the patient, you will win no matter what. Now, that belief is very easy to believe when things don't get tough. And 
let's say three quarters of the movie in, the love of his life dies per his own like words in the movie because he taught her the medicine that killed her. In the movie, she has an inkling about this patient that he's a little off and he's a little dangerous. But Patch didn't see it. And one night when this patient says he's in pain and, and could use someone coming over, she goes because that's what Patch has taught her to do. And the man kills her and then kills himself. And it's like, you know, it's almost like the universe saying like, now what motherfucker? You know, it's easy to believe what you believe when you don't have the pain, but now what? The person you loved is dead because of everything that you believed. And Patch does challenge God, but then something beautiful happens. Um, and, and in spite of it, you know, as, as Patch in the, in the movie kind of says, you know, because of this, I've lost everything, but I've also gained everything. And so I look at that for me of, you know, with everything that I teach, it's like, okay, you know, it's easy to talk about these things, but now you suffer the loss of, you know, Sparky, who, as I made mention, I made a silent vow that I could get through the pandemic as long as I have my two dogs. Now I don't have my two dogs. I just have one dog. Now what, motherfucker? Right? That's what the universe seems to be saying. And I've got to follow my convictions, not because I'm trying to prove anything to the world, but because in my heart of hearts, I know that's the right thing. And so for me, you know, the things I'm thinking, yeah, I thank God I have uh, Chloe and we, you know, we're, we're now going to spend a lot more time, you know, I'm taking her to see new things. So that way, she doesn't feel the pain of this. Um, I bought a backpack carrier so I can take her on bike rides and she'll be in the backpack. And it's, it's, um, it's a backpack designed for exactly this, you know, for, for dogs. So that'll be fun. I'm debating fostering a dog. You know, I don't, I don't think I'm ready to uh, have a second dog, not because of the pain or whatever, but just logistics and so forth. But... I feel like I could foster a dog and help. So I'm debating that. Um, and I'm telling anyone, you know, in my own life, that's like, hey, what can I do? I say, you know, if you have a fur animal, hug them extra. Um, if you don't have one and you've been thinking about it, um, you know, don't blindly do it. If if you can't, but, but if you can and, and you've always wanted to, then adopt. You know, adopt an animal or at the very least donate. Um, you know, um, that's what I say. And in that regard, you know, as we kind of come to the end of the year, I think I've decided uh, to take the, the next few weeks off. You know, um, I might do a lesson here or there, but I think for the most part, I'm going to spend time really with Chloe and, and so forth. Um, and just allow the grievance process to, to, to take place. And so, you know, I'll probably pick back up sometime in the new year in terms of doing lessons and blogs and so forth. Um, you know, I, I apologize if, you know, uh, if, if you expected me to, to be here. Um, but as I said, you know, the one good thing about all this is, well, A, 
know, there's plenty of past episodes that you can revisit that are equally as meaningful today as they were when I recorded them. But also, you know, we're humans first, and and if the I, in that sense, I have to practice what I preach, and so, you know, I'm gonna take the time off for me, you know. And as much as I want to be there for you, I can't be there for you in the best way if I'm not the best that I can be, you know. And uh, you know, sure, you could say like I just talked about. There's, you know, we can always do our best even when we're not at our our ideal, but this is a little bit different, you know. This is uh, just needing, you know, we all need a vacation, a break, um, and an escape. Um, an escape to me is different than a distraction. You know, escape is also processing the lessons. And so that's what I'm going to take, you know, for, for a certain amount of time. As I said, I don't have a definite date of when I'm coming back, but, you know, Nonetheless, certainly in the new year, I will, I will be back in full force. I'm excited to, to do more lessons. Thank you. Um, I know 2020 is hard. It has been hard. Um, it continues to be hard. But I, from the bottom of my heart, I do love you. And, you know, thank you for allowing me to share my pain. I know there is pain in your life. I'm not trying to compare. And so this is just my version of it. And know that my heart is with you in your pain. Uh, thank you. And again, I love you.